and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of the week's writers and thinkers. I'm Katherine Garcia, and today I'd like to talk you into getting way, way out of your vacation comfort zone. I've never been the kind of person who spins a globe, shuts my eyes, slams my finger on a random spot, and then books the next flight to whatever country I stopped on. As a kid, my family's trips revolved around seeing other family. We'd go to the Toronto area for two weeks every summer to visit my mom's relatives, and in the fall we'd drive to the mountains of Prescott, Arizona to spend a few days with my great aunt and uncle. Our weekend trips were to places no more than two hours away from home. Vacations were comfortable, familiar, safe. So when my mom suggested we go on an Alaskan cruise for our annual mother-daughter vacation, I immediately ran through a list in my head of reasons why this was a bad idea. Trapped on a ship. Contracting norovirus. Trapped on a ship. Falling overboard. Trapped on a ship. But I figured I'd survive as long as I washed my hands constantly and used hand sanitizer. And pro tip, hand sanitizer is available every 20 steps on a cruise ship. So, we bought our tickets, and I spent the intervening months anxiously awaiting my foray into the last frontier. I know it sounds crazy to be worried about going on vacation. It's like the epitome of a first world problem. But as someone who likes to be fully prepared for everything and can struggle with the concept of going with the flow, it felt unnerving to not know how being on a boat for seven days would go. I was excited to see something new, but couldn't shake my concern. But let me tell you. Alaska is astonishing. We arrived in Anchorage by air, and I spent much of the time flying over Alaska with my face plastered against the tiny window, craning my neck to see as much as I could of the endless snow-covered mountains. I marveled at the way the craggy rocks sharply contrasted with the pools of pristine blue water that had gone untouched for centuries. The sheer beauty of Alaska is enough to snap anyone out of a spell. And I was surprised by how quickly I acclimated to life on board, so long as I avoided getting too close to the railing. We went whale-watching in Haines, shivered in Mendenhall Glacier in Juneau, and listened to rivers run into the ocean in Ketchikan. It was also in Ketchikan where we arrived in a clearing to see at least 40 bald eagles swooping and squawking, showing off in the way only the American national bird can. The highlight of the trip was a detour into the Johns Hopkins Inlet in Glacier Bay. This inlet isn't always open to vessels, but the weather conditions were right, and we made our way to the top deck to take in the views. Surrounded by snow-covered mountains, we slowly made our way past the Johns Hopkins Glacier. We held our breath, waiting to see if we would witness a calving, and marveled at the crystal blue tint of the glacier. Blocks of ice bobbed in the water, and occasionally a sea otter would leisurely glide by the ship. The air was still, and the quiet was deafening. During those moments, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Alaska's gorgeousness has an intoxicating pull. And even though I am more Troop Beverly Hills and less northern exposure, I could envision myself plunking down in the middle of nowhere Alaska, living in a cabin with caribou for neighbors. These daydreams, of course, occurred as I floated by on a cruise ship, where I had a towel left on my bed every night in the shape of a monkey, and I was able to order shrimp cocktail from room service at 3 a.m. But trust me, it's invigorating to go somewhere out of your comfort zone. It gets you excited and feeling renewed, with more confidence and focus. You owe it to yourself to get out there and learn about places you've never been and people you've never met, 
especially at a time when people are so distrustful of one another. Think of how understanding we'd all be if we got out of our bubbles and saw how others live. Just 36% of Americans have a passport, and I get it. Some people, my father included, just don't care for traveling. But for those like me, who want to cross places off their to-do list and just need a little push, we need to ignore that feeling of hesitation and go for it. Let's start small. I guarantee there's a place within a five-hour drive of your home that could shake things up a bit. Maybe it's a national park where you can camp for the first time, or a small town made famous by a new-to-you culinary delicacy. Once you tackle the domestic side, you can branch out to international travel. Of course, saving enough money to travel is difficult. But even if you can only sock away a few dollars here and there, I promise you, it will add up. And hey, I'm not your financial advisor. If you have the chance to go on a once-in-a-lifetime, totally game-changing vacation, put it on your credit card and try to pay it off as fast as you can. I'm already itching to go back to Alaska, but first, I think I'd like to try something new. More than the destination itself, I want to recapture that feeling of a fresh experience. You know what? I think it might just be time to grab a globe and give it a spin. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, we'd like to offer you four risk-free issues of The Week magazine. To get those, visit theweek.com slash four free. 